Welcome to the Time Management Podcast with me, your host, Abigail Barnes. I'm a productivity coach, global speaker, time management author, and award-winning entrepreneur on a mission to share the 888 formula with the world and to remind you that it's your time. Leave it to me to bring you new time management tips, tricks, tools, and strategies to introduce you to guests, research, and case studies from around the world, and to give you a simple five-step process you can follow to up-level your productivity, achieve your goals, and create a life that exceeds your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here, so let's get started. Welcome to this week's podcast. It's you and me. I am so excited that we are going to get to hang out together this week, talking all about the astonishing power of action taking. I want to talk about what happens when we actually take the action that we might be afraid of, why we don't take the action. I want to talk some more about procrastination, perfectionism. And as I said in our last solo episode, when we were hanging out together, this is a conversation that is just going to build and build and build. We're going to talk about all of the things. So this week, there's three things around action taking that I want to make sure that we cover, that we talk about. And I'm going to share some stories in and around all of this as well. So the first one when it comes to action taking is why we don't take action. We are procrastinating. Now, we had a whole episode about this, so we're not going to dive too deep into it. I would say go back and check out that episode. We'll leave a link to it in the show notes. But in general, we are procrastinating because we need more information because we don't know if we can do it and because we don't have the motivation for whether we should be doing it right now. One of the big emotions that underlies procrastination in general, in conversations that I have with my clients, with audiences, with my friends, with my peers, is around fear. Fear of what will happen when I take that action, when I do that thing. And the second part of the action taking is proof. So lots of what we talk about, they're interlinked. They're in marriage, in relationships, if you like. So proof is connected to procrastination. We might procrastinate because we need proof, aka we need to see other people doing what it is that we know we want to be taking action on, but we're actually not. So when it comes to proof, it is such a big area that we can just fall into, well, I need more information, I need proof. Okay, cool. Let me ask you some more questions then. Where are you going to go to get that information? Where are you going to find the proof? Because the actions we take create the results that we experience. So if we don't know where we're going to go to get that information, or the people we're getting that information from aren't the best source of that information, then we are not going to be able to take those actions because we still have this feeling that we need to know more, which can also be 
connected to an addiction to knowing more. And so here is my question. Are you one of these people who is just addicted to learning? So the question is, how much more do you need to learn before you can take an action? How many more certificates do you need to have before you feel qualified? Earlier this year, we did a whole seven-day challenge around imposter syndrome and what that actually looks like for people in life. And we were talking about imposter syndrome and how sometimes it's just a story that we have been telling ourselves that we are so addicted to, we don't really realize that the parameters that we had allowed ourselves to be living in, almost like we had put a prison around ourselves and we were in charge of keeping ourselves in this prison. Like I need more proof and I am not successful enough to have this. And people like me don't have this. These stories are keeping you, me, us from taking an action. In the last episode, I told you how much I had procrastinated over taking the action to publish this as a podcast. I have live streamed for years, but never actually taken that step to turn the content into an audio experience. We had the live stream experience and there is a live stream element to this still because this is my comfort zone. This is what I know how to do and I'm familiar doing. And so turning it into audio meant that I had to take a different action. And then the third P in this, so we had procrastination, we had proof. The third P is the plan. We often don't take an action because we don't have a plan. And or the plan we have is so complicated, requires so much information, requires an ungodly amount of knowledge, expertise, certification, money, all of the things, all of the excuses. But the reality is that the plan is just simple step by step by step by step by step. Because if we talk about science for a minute, an object that is in motion stays in motion. If we push a snowball off a cliff, the snowball, it's harder to start the snowball going when it's just one flake of snow connected to another flake of snow and you're connecting these flakes of snow together. Imagine how long it takes for a flake of snow to become a golf ball size, to become a tennis ball size, to become a football size, to become a beach ball size. You get the picture. In order for it to become a giant snowball that can roll down the hill. But once it starts rolling, it's really hard to stop. And so, what I mean by this is it's easier to keep yourself in action once you get going because you are in motion. So, the plan needs to be so simple, just get started just take an action, just do a thing. And it doesn't have to look good. It doesn't have to feel good. It doesn't have to be good. Just one action will lead to another action, which will lead to another action, which will lead to another action. They call this habit stacking. And this is from the book, Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. 
incredible book where he talks about how we can just do teeny tiny little things and then just stack it. So we're just repeating it over and over and over again. The best analogy that I can give you from myself, from my own life, is that on the 14th of May this year, 2023, at the time of recording this podcast, whenever you're listening to this, on the 14th of May, I decided that I was going to start yoga. I have a yoga studio very close to where I live. I have walked past this yoga studio for a year and had the intention of going. But then one Sunday, the coffee shop I usually went to wasn't open. So I did something different. I went to a different coffee shop. I was awake very early on a Sunday. I'm having the coffee and suddenly this thought comes to me, maybe I'd like to do yoga. So I I walk back to my home. I go online and I look into how I can attend the yoga class. And as I'm going through the process, the energy and the momentum is still there, but the thoughts are starting to come in. Can I do it? Is it the right time to do it? Do I have the right things to do it? And so the class that I could have gone to that started at 9.15, by the time I had filled in the paperwork to join the yoga studio online so that I could go in person, that class had already started. So I had missed the start time. Now, I very easily could have decided, well, that's it. I'm not meant to do it. It's not now. I'll wait until next week. But there was something in me. There was a momentum. There was also a calling. There was also coffee from a different coffee shop, let's be honest. And I think it was stronger than my usual coffee from the coffee shop that I usually go to. Anyway, whatever is happening, they say that luck happens for people who just consistently stay in the game, keep doing the things. I believe that when you are taking an action step, you are guided, you are supported, and things come in to help you. So I sign up and I commit to going to the next class which was at 10.30. So that gave me enough time to find something to wear, to have a, a water bottle full of something to drink so that I could be ready for this class. Fast forward to today, I have now done 101 classes at this studio since the 14th of May. That is 101 hours of practicing yoga because I took one action and it snowballed. And here is the thing about exercising. The story that people tell you is that you exercise to have the body, the physical appearance. The reality is you get the physical appearance as a consequence of the action you're taking. So me showing up for 101 yoga classes now means that I look like somebody who does yoga. That was not my intention. My intention was to go to a yoga class and move my body. Because as humans, as our conversation happened in our last time we were speaking, I talked about how I actually have scoliosis. So for me, doing yoga it doesn't look as good as everybody else. I'm not as flexible as the other people in the class. You can't tell 
until I'm in a certain pose that I just can't bend as far as they do. So at the start, I used to get very paranoid and tell every yoga teacher who asked, does anybody in the class have illnesses or injuries? I used to tell them about my injury. It's not an injury. It's just an inability to stretch as far. And so over time, my relationship with my body has totally changed. And now I am more in awe and I am more grateful for the flexibility. And here is the interesting thing as well. The action that I have taken means I am now more flexible in this class. And why am I using exercise as an analogy here? This is a time management podcast. We talk about time, we talk about productivity, but we also talk about well-being and wellness. And our health is the energy that gives us the ability to do more, to be more, to have more. Without the health, we don't have the opportunity to make the wealth, to enjoy the wealth, to be involved in life on a day-to-day basis. It's a marriage. So the training that we teach when we work with organizations and we work with individuals, we work with teams, is productive well-being. It's a marriage of productivity and well-being, two disciplines that are usually discussed separately. But we identified that productivity is maximizing the time you have and well-being is protecting the asset. You cannot achieve more if the battery is empty. We charge our mobile phones. Why do we put our bodies into it? But it just must look this way for the beach. It must just look this way for the party. I just need to lose five pounds for Christmas, 10 pounds for January, New Year, New Me. All of these stories that we have bought into where the reality is our health is our wealth. Our mobility is our ability to show up in life. And for me, the fact that I can show up with scoliosis, with these titanium rods in my spine, having had a stroke at the age of 32, which the statistics of strokes of people who have disabilities after them and who die from them, for me, I live in a place of constant daily gratitude that I can move. So if you follow me on social media, you will see any time I talk about well-being, exercising, these types of things, I am saying it is a privilege to be able to move my body. I don't say I have to, I say I get to. And I also want to leave you on a note of when we don't feel like a certain thing. We talked the last time about perfection, about it being right, about it being the right way. Well, if we hang out on social media, you will have seen at the start of the year, I had sort of just come out of the back of Christmas and the holiday season, eating some really lovely food, spending time with my family. Um, We'd spent time together for the first time in a long time as like an extended family now, as age has come around. We all live in different countries, do different things, have different family dynamics. And we all got together, celebrated together. But that meant that in January, I wasn't in my usual place of super duper, I'm very excited to to go and work out. So for those who follow, you will have seen 
that I started back at the gym very reluctantly. So in January, going to the gym, which again is very close to where I live, I went wearing what I was wearing that day. I also went wearing what were on my feet that day. I was so resistant to go and work out that I just had to meet myself where I was. And I knew that once I got myself there and got the endorphins going and got the dopamine flowing and got all the good stuff running through my veins, running through my body, I would then get myself into motion and back into the habit. So I go to the gym in my Ugg boots. I do what I can wearing what I was wearing, just moving my body. And I came away and I felt so much better and the fire in me activated. And I document all of this to demonstrate because it's so easy for us to see the end result. It's so easy for us to go online and see the person who's manifested the six, seven, eight bajillion dollar business, whatever they're talking about, to see where they are now. And we don't know or haven't seen the steps that have gone to get there. And so all of us have had many lifetimes in this lifetime, many steps to become who we are today. The guests I bring on the podcast, I'm super privileged that they have led lives and many of them have decades of experience that they are bringing to the conversations. That's not to say that we need decades of experience to bring to the conversations because experience is experience. But anybody who has been in the trenches and has the experience, has the ability to communicate to you that it's only in the imperfect daily action taking that we create the results, we create the life, we create those habits, those tiny little habits. And so that story of me, session one with the Ugg boots, wearing my house outfit, but let's be honest, most of us wear at leisure wear at home anyway. So it wasn't too much of a stretch, but it wasn't exactly gym wear. Then the next day I went and I actually put my trainers on because I was then invested and ready to do it, committed and on the way and in motion. So this episode, this week, we've been talking about the astonishing power of action taking and the only piece that is missing from this conversation, the bow to wrap it all up, came from one of my mentors that I am bringing onto the podcast. I can't wait to share his wisdom with you. Where His advice to me was, Abigail, you just have to dive in. When it came to business, he's an internet marketing entrepreneur, and this is what he teaches, and this is what I went to learn from him many, many years ago. And I didn't know whether I could do what I had learned at his training and whether I could do it well enough or whether I needed to learn more or do more or have more. And his advice then, which is his advice now, which has been his advice the entire time, including in his book that I've started rereading again, and we're going to be talking about that on the episode. So I'll highly encourage you to get a copy of that book, is that you just have to dive in. Before you know if you can swim, before you feel ready, before you know how deep the water is, before you know what the temperature of the water is, you just have to dive in. Because in the process of diving in, 
Somebody will save you if you need saving, but you will also prove to yourself you don't need saving and you will learn how to swim. And it won't be glamorous and it won't look great. And some of the things that he encouraged me to do in the early days didn't look perfect or amazing. We'll talk about this on another episode when he gave me my first ever speaking opportunity on his stage. I'm not going to spoil that story because it is such a great one about just practicing in public and becoming and evolving and learning and making mistakes and having other opportunities and learning anyway. I can't wait to share that one. Maybe I'll share that in our next conversation. But let me know, reach out to me, send me a message, what you have taken away from this conversation today. We are going to keep diving even deeper into procrastination because it is a shadow. It is a story. Proof, you will never have enough. A plan, this is what we teach in the 25-Day Reset Program. This is what we have taught over and over again since 2020 when we started the program. Set two goals you want to focus on every single 25 days, which is a month. So every single month, two goals you want to focus on. Because what will happen is over a year, you will have achieved 24 goals. We call this the 24 goal year. And in 2024, we will be launching this as a 12 month experience. So you will have the opportunity to spend time as a group focusing on two goals every single month. And you will be shocked by how much you will achieve in 2024 as a group. There will be details for how you can join that and get the early bird discount as well as being an an early listener in this community. There are benefits to everything in life. So with that being said, it has been my pleasure and honor to spend this time with you. I'm so excited to hang out more. And until next time, stay well. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to let me know by leaving a review so I can keep the good stuff coming. Come and say hi on Instagram at Success by Design Training or visit my website, successbydesigntraining.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search Abigail Barnes. Until next time, don't forget, you are amazing and it's your time.